Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today we're speaking with Sean Kramer. Hey, Sean, how are you? Great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very, very well. It's exciting to talk to someone who's not so far away from me. Sean (laughs) is the Chief Executive Officer of the Diabetes Research Institute Foundation, which is the nation's largest and most comprehensive research center dedicated to curing diabetes. Uh, This is a great, great cause, and Sean and I will talk more about that in a second. But before we get there, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Yeah, sure. Happy to. So, you know, I've been uh, fortunate that I have been in the nonprofit space my entire career, um, uh, primarily down here in South Florida. I was most recently the chief development officer for the Parkinson's Foundation, Mm -hmm. which is located in both uh, South Florida and also New York. And uh, have had you know leadership positions at a number of of nonprofits. And interestingly enough, while I was uh, at the Parkinson's Foundation now nearly six years ago, I was diagnosed with type one myself. So I started going to the Diabetes Research Institute as a patient, and then a couple of years later, I got the call that their foundation was looking for somebody. And my career background and experience just lined up for me to be able to. Uh, to take the role as uh, as the CEO and, and lead our efforts in finding a cure for type one. So it's pers- very personal for me. Yeah, well, clearly a, a journey, a personal journey that you've been on. And it is wonderful that you're able to apply your expertise to something that uh, you understand so well. You've lit, you're living with it as well as uh, helping to find solutions for it. So tell us a little bit more about what you're working on now at the Diabetes Research Institute Foundation. Sure. So the the foundation was designed and developed to fund the work of the Diabetes Research Institute, which is part of the University of Miami. So we actually are the largest donor to the University of Miami um, uh, here in South Florida. And our researchers are simply dedicated every day to finding a cure for type one. That's all we do day in and day out. And, uh, you know, they've had incredible success over the years in terms of being able to move the science forward and, you know, happy to talk a little bit about what that looks like. You know, there's been a lot in the news as of late, including things like uh, uh, there's a company called Vertex, which is now engaged in a, uh, a trial using uh, stem cells. We were amongst the first to be able to both uh, pioneer some of that work and also participate uh, in the trial itself. Uh, so you know, there's amazing things happening uh, in the diabetes research space, but you know ultimately we have not gotten to our ultimate goal, which is a, a cure for you know the millions of people that are that are impacted by it. And you know I, I tell everybody I have one job, and that's to put myself out of a job. Yeah. So. Um, you well, know, I mean, I was impressed. I mean, in uh, I was reading the news about the stem cell work that. Uh, seems to be maybe curing HIV. I saw that. And, you know, we're starting to see some major medical breakthroughs. And, uh, you know, I think probably one thing that perhaps comes out of this whole pandemic is 
perhaps the medical research community feels reinvigorated that we can come up with solutions to things and and diabetes is one of the key ones that we're tackling but you know tell us a little bit about what's exciting there what are you seeing in the in the landscape right now that seems to be promising well from the the institute side you know certainly stem cells and the ability to implant uh, you know stem cells into a person like myself to cure them of diabetes is great but there still remains an issue um, and that is with uh, immunosuppression right because stem cells right. themselves are not of the body and and so you know who in the middle of a pandemic wants to be taking immunosuppressive drugs so the work that we're doing now that is really exciting, we have one of our researchers, Norma Kenyon, who has a daughter living with type one, um, uh, has been working with a particular drug called Eladon, uh, moving that into, into clinical trials, um, hopefully soon, um, has, has shown great promise in terms of being able to use stem cell therapy, um, with islet cell transplantation specifically, and, uh, and this drug to eliminate the need for islet cell transplantation, uh, which is tremendous. So that's kind of the, you know, the last really piece of the puzzle uh, when it comes to the work that's happening there. Uh, but even more exciting, I think, is you know, we've got another uh, researcher that is, uh, is working on uh, beta cell regeneration. So Juan Dominguez-Bendala um, has been uh, working to uh, identify whether or not a person living with type one can regenerate its own cells or your own beta cells mm -hmm. um, in your pancreas, even though you've been impacted by type one diabetes for decades. And he's been able to now show that that is possible. So it, you know, hopefully that will eliminate some of the, the needs for even a stem cell transplantation, right? You take a pill that, that stimulates the, uh, the, the pancreas to grow its own beta cells. Again, you take another pill to prevent the, uh, the autoimmune uh, aspect of type one. Uh, and, you know, there you've got a therapy that, that uh, potentially cures people living with it, right? So there, there are many, many exciting things happening. Uh, you know, also looking at where do you even place the stem cells, right? So yeah. you know, one of our researcher, uh, researchers looking at, um, can you implant uh, islet cells in the eye? Um, because the eye itself is is immunoprotective, right? So it, it doesn't allow the immune system in to attack the uh, the islet cells that have been transplanted. So just really uh, cutting edge work. And and one of the things that that we believe at the institute really is that the work that we're doing, um, you know, it doesn't matter to us where a cure comes from as long as a cure is found. And so, you know, our, our research and our work is really made available to uh, researchers from around the globe. So we believe in, in collaborative efforts. You know, we're working uh, closely with uh, Dr. Shapiro um, at the Edmonton uh, Center. We work with researchers really all around the globe um, in our efforts and attempt to, to get to a cure. That's great. And I mean, over the last couple of years, as we've been going through this, this moment, how do you see, I mean, certainly I think positively we see ourselves now emerging from this. And I, I imagine probably, maybe I'm wrong, that perhaps individuals that suffered from diabetes put off care maybe in the early days of the pandemic. And I'm just curious as to where we are with that process. And 
Um, also, perhaps the impact that it's had on fundraising and other elements of your business. Yeah, you know, what, what I can say about diabetes, I, I certainly, you know, living with it when the pandemic first, um, you know, kind of hit that every time you heard the word coronavirus, you heard the comorbidities of asthma, obesity, and diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. um, you were at a greater risk of dying from COVID if you were impacted by that. So, you know, our, our community being, you know, immunocompromised as a whole, we were definitely impacted. Uh, you know, obviously the Institute shut down, we weren't able to provide tours uh, to folks. And that's been one of our, our highlights, right? The ability to go and actually see and, and, and touch and feel and talk to the researchers one-on-one. -on -one. So we had to modify much of the work that, that we did, um, you know, really coming up with some creative, innovative solutions to, uh, to solve for, for much of that. Um, which we're excited to, you know, to, to move forward. And those things are going to stay in place now. Um, you know, we're, we're launching a virtual tour uh, on our website soon so that people that can't get on a plane and travel are able to actually, uh, you know, see the work of the, of the researchers themselves. We actually have a robot that is going to go live uh, April 1st. So folks that actually want to drive, sit at home. So Van, you'll be able to sit there on your computer and walk around the institute with me, giving you a, a an actual tour without being there in person. So we, you know, we have have taken much of the the impact of the pandemic and tried to pivot, you know, to some new business models and and uh, and opportunities. I think is the best way to. to well, to I gotta that. tell you, uh, I mean, I I don't suffer from diabetes, but I do work, do get all my healthcare from the University of Miami, and I have been blown away of the high quality there. It's just, I don't think probably people even realize it's, it's really off the charts compared to anything I ever experienced in New York and, you know, the real thoughtful nature of what they're doing here. So, I mean, kudos to the Institute and what you guys are doing, you know, going into 2022, uh, what do you think's on the agenda? You know, I think the, the, there's a few things on the agenda for me in terms of both the foundation and the diabetes community as a whole. The, the first thing I'd say is if you look across uh, disease states, the diabetes community is one of the most fractured communities that are out there. Um, so between us and JDRF and the American Diabetes Association and the Diabetes Research Connection, Children with Diabetes, you can name, you can list off tons and tons of groups and organizations that are all out there targeting and impacting uh, people living with, with diabetes. And that does, does the community really, I think a tremendous disservice from the perspective of there are a limited number of people that are impacted by the disease. And when you're looking to actually make an impact from a philanthropic perspective, you dilute the pool. right? So I'm out there competing against other organizations that all say, well, we have you know the best way to get to a cure. We are the best way to get to a cure. Right. So one of my primary focuses for this coming year is to identify and, uh, and eliminate gaps within the mm. diabetes community as a whole um, and, and start to uh, decrease some of the confusion that donors have when they get, you know, potentially three or four or five things that say diabetes on, well, where do you, you know, where do you end up uh, giving to most people end up just taking that and dumping it in the trash because they don't right. have an idea as to what you know what it is so thinking about collaborative ways that that we can work together um, to talk to donors uh, about what are what each of our goals are individually but then collectively 
I think is going to be not going to be, it will be one of my top priorities for um, this coming year. You know, equally, one of our, our larger challenges has been uh, from an awareness perspective. We've been very good over the years as a foundation of promoting our work both here in South Florida and equally in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, uh, you know, look, there are people with diabetes everywhere. So, you know, we need to be talking to as many people as, as possible. So right. expanding our reach and getting out there and talking to folks is exactly what we're doing. So we're, you know, hosting events in Connecticut. We did an event in Boston. We're going to be in, in LA again. Uh, you know, we'll be in, in Naples, Atlanta uh, next week. So really making sure that we're connecting with people so that they're aware if they're looking for an organization that is solely focused on cure uh, a specific research, that we are the largest and most comprehensive organization in the world really to be able to, to, to do that. Uh, and that's one of the things that I love about the Institute as well is, you know, we have everything from, from bench research, basic research that goes on in the building all the way through clinical. So somebody right. that has a great idea on the second floor can go up to the fourth floor and then you know work on it uh, there and then bring it down to the first floor and impact patients like me directly. You're not going to wow. find that virtually anywhere else in the, in the world. Yeah. No, I mean, I love what you're saying, highlighting, clarifying, bringing it to a broader audience for sure, finding ways to integrate what you guys are doing with other organizations that are working in the diabetes space. Uh, completely makes sense. And Sean, obviously, I've been so impressed with what you guys are working on. And so I thank you so much for being on on Cage today. We've been speaking with Sean Kramer. He's the Chief Executive Officer of the Diabetes Research Institute Foundation. Uh, if someone needed to and wanted to reach out to you, hopefully to make a huge donation, <laughs> yes. or um, really just to kind of get some advice on on what's happening in the diabetes space, uh, where should they find you? Yeah, they can look us up online. Obviously, our website at diabetesresearch.org. But you know, I'm active on LinkedIn, so you know, look me up on LinkedIn, and uh, you know, feel free to shoot me a message. We would love to talk to folks. Um, equally, if you want to send me uh, an email, my email is skramer at drif.org. Excellent. Well, listen, Sean, thank you so much for being on Uncaged Day, and we look forward to talking to you again. Great. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Cheers.